Bundled savings discounts will vary by state. Saving up to 25% is a countrywide average of savings off the home policy. Combining the multiple policy discounts for having auto insurance with Allstate and the welcome discount savings at enrollment. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The bottom line about the quarterback situation is because they're so important and there are only so many of them that are actually elite. Either you have one or you don't. So what happens when someone doesn't have one? They start squinting and seeing what they want to see. Daniel Jones, yeah, he can run and he can throw. So they start seeing what they want to see. That's why the Mitchell Trubisky thing was all right, because based on what was available for them, they went out and got the most athletic guy. They How's that look now? GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is our number two, the Sports Hangover. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. The PGA Championship is off and running. What a pairing this morning. Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy started at 8.30 this morning, Jordan Kleber. I know you like to consider yourself a future PGA uh, member, right? Well, I'm actually debating on whether I should make a YouTube there, channel there right now. There we go. Well, uh... Rory McIlroy is your leader at 5-under through 16. Matt Kuchar, 3-under par. Tom Hogue is 4-under. Uh, let's see. A couple of other names of notes to look at here. Stewart Sinks, 1-under through 17. Looking at the rest of that threesome there. Justin Rose is even. You know what? Put a Put a beer in our hands, Gus. And give us a little bit of confidence. I think we can compete with these guys. I know. Uh, Jordan Spieth and Tiger Woods through 16 are two over. Bubba Watson's also two over. Matt Jones is two over there as well. So Tiger and Jordan Spieth going to have to get some work in, try to make the cut here. I mean, again, he's still got tomorrow to get into, but they're uh, substantially behind McElroy there as five under through 16 today so he is your leader we'll keep you posted with the uh, leaderboard as the afternoon goes on coming up this hour ben heisler will join us at 1 30 from bet sided sports see what uh, the numbers are what they thought was going to uh, be the winners for the pga championship also got another game in the nba 
Eastern Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals got going yesterday, 112-87 Golden State over Dallas. Jordan, how did uh, your Luka Doncic do? Scored 20 points. Greatest point, uh, greatest player of all time, right? Isn't that what you said yesterday on 20 the show? points, scoring 20 points is not 20 bad. 20 points, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, not when, you know, you're already being asked if you're better than Giannis and better than LeBron and all of that. They were comparing him and Steph, too, and Look, Steph only scored one more point than it, Luka. It, it's the whole product of what it is right now. It is just is. Like with sports talk radio or just like nationally stuff like that, it's crazy. It's just one bad game, you're terrible. One good game, you're the best ever, you know, and all that other stuff. Uh, as far as the Warriors went, Steph Curry, 21 points. The thing is that everybody uh, put in a little, right? They had Green with 10, Wiggins had 19, Looney 10, Curry 21, Thompson had 15. They shot 56%. Dallas shot 36%. I mean, that's that's really the difference in terms of three points. Uh, Three-pointers, Dallas actually made more. They made 11 to the Warriors' 10. So, you know, I don't know what you can really take out of that. I, I, I still think it's seven. I still think Warriors in seven. I'm going Warriors I'm, I, it's, a, it's a six series. It's a six kind of series. I'm not seeing a seven. You said Dallas in five yesterday. My no, daughter. I did not. You did. You said I, Mavs I in not. five. I said you I did. was thinking that the Celtics were going to take down the Heat nope. in five. You said maybe nope. six. You said Mavs in five is what you did. Celtics in Heat tonight. Miami is up already 1-0 in that series. Miami leads um, there, and they are a three-point favorite. They are a three-point favorite for the 7.30 tip time tonight over on ESPN. So we'll talk with Ben about that here as well. They also get Marcus Smart back tonight, so. Sounds like, uh, that sounded like you might have the DraftKings Sportsbook app open. I might. Huh? I might be, I might be betting hard. you have the DraftKings Sportsbook open? Because if you do. On the Leprechauns tonight. Um, did you look at the same game parlays for the night? I have not yet. Have been kind of busy this morning. When I get home, I'm going to have to check them out. Okay, because that is a way, of course, that you can make a little little extra. Absolutely. A little extra there. Uh, as you know, they are the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And when you take a look at the games tonight, uh, I guess like overall here, again, like I said, Miami's a three-point favorite, minus 110, if you're doing it and looking at it from that perspective. And when you take a look at the same game parlays, again, you just go up there, you swipe over to the right, and you do that. Um, I don't know. Like, like, let's just pick somebody. It's like, bam, at a bayou. 13 and a half points over under. Do you think he gets 13 points? Oh, under. I think he gets under. Under, huh? Okay, well, that's plus 180 for that to happen uh, when it comes to that. Um, Jason Tatum. Points over under 26. Over. I'm going over on that too, right? That's uh, minus 155 of that. And again, these are all same game parlays. So you can just keep... Tapping on all. How about this? this? Is a good one. Tyler Hero, um, thirteen and a half points over. I mean, if he hits like three threes there, right? Yeah, over. Okay, so you do that. All right. Um, so that's just points. You can do assists. You can also do three pointers. All right. Let's see. Who's the? Oh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler said he he would be fine going O for O from the field. As long as he could get physical to that tonight. Oh, physical. He wants to get physical, huh? Well, right now, okay, here's what I'm talking about. Same game parlays. One three-pointer, minus 350. Two three-pointers or more, plus 130. 
I'll, I'll go with one three-pointer tonight. From you think he's? Do you think Jimmy Butler's just going to knock down yeah, one three? Go with one. Okay, but that's what I'm getting at. So pull up I the mean, DraftKings well, Sportsbook it, app. Devin Booker. Yeah. Remember the? Remember when they were still in? You said, would you have thought he would go scoreless from the three-point range in the last two games of the of the series? O of eight, Devin Booker from three. That, last two games. That's very true. All right. If you want to look into that, that's fine. Um, anyway, so. That's uh, on tap. So go ahead and check that out. Again, put in the promo code LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E. The promo code LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E. As we're live at Katie's 3701 Iberville. And don't forget also, earlier this morning, we chatted with um, General Manager from Popeye, sir, over there. Close to LaRose over there is uh, Dwayne Hayes, the Regional Manager. Uh, in LaRose says, uh, the, what, the 31st, May 31st, they're looking to be if all goes well. There. If all goes well, 30 jobs looking to employ. So if you're looking for a little, little summer work, little, little, little work, just saying, Jordan, you're, you're, you're looking for something, aren't you? You're looking for work? Yeah, I need more work. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, you got. And you're very busy. I'm working with Pijon Catering too, so I'm helping them Sunday, so right. I don't even get a day off. Jordan, what are you doing Sunday? What are you doing Sunday? Sunday. I'm going to the beach. Oh, he's going to the beach, huh? Okay, I got you from that. They're done. Um, so, kind of get into the main topic, obviously, that took place this morning, and it was from what happened yesterday. And that's Nick Saban and Matt Reiser. Oh, not Matt Reiser. And then, um, that would Jimbo be something Fisher. if Matt Reiser. That would Reiser. be something, yes, if yes. all of a sudden they got all into it. I don't think but, anybody would care if Matt Reiser complained. Oh, oh yeah, my, but I think they oh, would. Oh, my goodness. Um it's look. I wrote it down. October eighth, A and M at Alabama. That game just took on a whole different level oh, yeah. of significance there, because Nick Saban yesterday kind of said what a lot of people probably felt or feel. I know if you listen to after further review after our show with Matt Moscona, he's detailed what the collectives are and all those different things and how A and M swayed a player from the North Shore that was going to LSU to all of a sudden literally yeah. take. The biggest, the bigger payout and the more money and, and how they're doing this to kids. And if, I think one of the things and reasons you heard Saban and Dabo Sweeney and others bring this up is Lane Kiffin also got involved in Lane and Kiffin because what's being promised to some of these kids, all these kids are being, they're hearing, Jordan, I'm going to give you 250, which by the way, you're not a very good player at 250. You know, you can get 400 here and do that. I, I have the solution. But, but, but boys. the point is this. They're being offered that, and a lot of times these families and kids think that it's a, a, a check that they sign all when you get there. What a lot of these schools are doing is they're doing it by semester. We'll give you three this semester. We'll give you three next semester. We'll give you four next semester. That's to keep them from taking it initially and then joining the transfer portal <laughs> the, the next the next semester. It's for like another the Netflix payday. subscription. But, again, this isn't the schools. This is collective. What it is is I would get... Scott from Katie's. I, I have get, the answer. You know, somebody from somebody else. And then you pull your money together and you get it done. And so that's why Nick, Dabo, Lane have been speaking out against it. But yesterday was the first time that you had a coach, like, not only name names, but say this, which can be kind of inflammatory. You've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. 
I, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Now, what's interesting is people are saying he said that, by the way, while um, he was at an Under Armour event. <laughs> saying that, you know, and he says, I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that, meaning, guys, you might want to cut me a check so exactly. Alabama can still do that. So you say you have a suggestion. What is the suggestion? No, I have a solution. Yes, I mean. You know, Saban says we have not paid one player. Well, I, <laughs> that's still a lie. But I'm sure the school has not paid anyone. But they are getting money to get players. What they have to do, and and I've said this a thousand times, limit. They need to put a cap on what these young people can get. Say it's $200,000. And then, you know, each school or each whoever has the opportunity to offer that student $200,000, and then that student decides on which school he's going to go to. Okay. So it goes back to the way it was, if it was legally done, the way it was back in the day where the kid, the student is, you know, he's, okay, I get my $200,000, and I'm going to choose LSU over Alabama, Texas A&M, and Florida. But he can't, you can't get any more than that. It has to be a set amount that you can max out at in order for these kids to then be able to decide on what school they want to and go to. Now, but then you're going back to the same kind of problem that you had last time is you're putting a cap on how much. I agree with you. I think there should be probably a cap. But then you're saying, well, I could be making more, so why can't I make more than, why can't I make more than I'm allowed to make? Because this is all we're going to pay you, and it's all any of us are going to pay you. It is the maximum amount. You know, and we're going to give another student-athlete 150 that's probably not worth $200,000. You remember what I said a while back? No, the, the, before that the NIL, question? before it's all the, of that? It's at the back. I mean, the what I told you? Get, I said, buckle I said, up. I said, I, when it comes to money, Scott, have you ever it's found anybody enough. said it's enough? No. Have you ever felt like you made enough? But if it's employees out, it feel, no, 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 no. But I'm saying that's the problem is that you're going to have your side, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that that's what happens when someone says this is it. You're always going to have somebody say, "Well, why can I make someone more?" Or then let's do something else, you know, different. Which is why you've heard coaches say that the Power Five schools are just going to form their whole different division and do their own other thing, and right. because that money again. And look, here's the thing. This is hilarious that you have two massive halves because A&M is a massive half. They have more money than Bama with their boosters. And Alabama is a massive half. Texas probably has more money than A&M. And we're going to play coming out of break. And as um, Jimbo Fisher said today, uh, Nick Saban's had a ton of advantages to be able to get. Okay, so you have two massive halves literally bickering about who has more. Which is hilarious because one of the reasons I think that the college football playoffs should be expanded and all that is because the chasm, it's its beyond Grand Canyon level, right? I mean, you have some of these top schools, your Michigans, your Ohio States, your Bamas, your A&Ms and all that. Their athletic budgets are 130, 140, 150, 160 athletic budgets. Right. You got Southern Miss, LSU. Tulane, you want to, they're in the teens. You know, 20s, 30s. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. and that's like all of it, right? So yeah. you're never going to compete. I don't like the fact that at least in competition, 
at least in competition, is decided on the field, right? Baseball, you were talking about it. Like you said, LSU didn't have a shot. But you know what? They they had those three games against Vandy. Two, they, they got the SEC tournament. They got a regional. They got a shot. They got a shot. But my point a chance, is. I just don't think they're good enough. What I'm saying is in baseball, you have a shot. In basketball, you have the tournament. You have now, a shot. now, as you know what you will know and you've seen Coach Schlesinger, he's got to win the conference, right. win the conference tournament. All that does is get them in the play-in. Right. And then they got to win that. And then the right for right. that is to be the 16th seed to get spanked by the number one seed. Right. But right. it's still a shot. In football, you have kids that literally start in August and they have no shot. They can go undefeated. Now, right. I know since he did it this year, but I mean, the, the belly hooing and all of that that takes place, it's just. They it, should probably have their own championships. I, that's what a lot of like people think. Division two and three do. I'd love you to know. get your opinion on 800-998-1003. When we come back, we'll play the three-minute scorched earth that Jimbo Fisher did on Alabama. If you don't care for the tide, you probably like what he had to say, especially if you don't like Nick Saban. We're live at Katie's, 37-01 Iberville. It's the sports hangover in ESP New Orleans. Sunday morning ever, and Sunday passing by. I'll be working here forever, at least until I die. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. I'm supposed to get a raise next week, you know that when I won't. Working for a living, working. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's time to have fun, so come on in. Come on in and win. It's magic. Come and feel the magic. Cash magic. Great news for our video poker players. Cash Magic LaRose has reopened. Yes, Cash Magic LaRose is open and bigger and better than ever in our brand new casino right here in LaRose on Highway 308. So come on in and win. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is all about freedom. Robert, I think you need to give them some context. What do you mean? You need to tell them what kind of freedom you're talking about. We give you the freedom to buy whatever you like. What my brother is trying to say is that we don't have an agenda. We don't try to steer you into buying what we think you should buy. We let you buy whatever you like. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers gives you every possible choice. All the choices. Earth diamonds, created diamonds... Big anniversary diamonds and every style of engagement that has ever been designed. It's the largest diamond store in Louisiana. But don't be worried that you're going to be overwhelmed by too many choices. Because it's never hard to choose. When you see your diamond, you'll know it's your diamond. Trust your eyes. Trust your heart. Come to Ramsey's and let us introduce you to the wonderful, exciting, magical world of diamonds. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers, the largest diamond store in Louisiana, on veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime into the conversation and give me your takes. Uh, whose side are you on, Jimbo or Nick Saban? Here's what Jimbo Fisher had to do. 10 a.m. presser. Scorched earth is what he did. Last night in Alabama? Uh, yes, I would. First of all, I'll say it's a shame 
that we have to do this, it's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. That they broke state laws. That they're, that they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we've got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to sit up here and have this conversation about things we do. And it's and it personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. And I know the guy. I know him really well. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here, who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way, I apologize to you, the people who insult you publicly the way they're doing it. And our fans, I, I apologize to you guys for people saying those things about Texas A&M. I promise you this. There are no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. You'll know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's showing you who he is. Questions? To the left, Olin. A couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. And, uh, he shows you who he is. And then I just wanted to. He's the greatest ever, huh? And then I just wanted to. You got all the advantages? Uh-huh. It's easy. And I just wanted to, uh, just put it point blank. So, no players in your, you're saying that no players in the state There's no, no re- laws of anything any we ever promised done, anything that goes against the laws of the state of Texas, and it's insulting to say a 17 year old and his family broke laws. No. Down front, Brent. Y'all have both spoken so highly of each other in the past in terms of what y'all have done in your previous relationship. So how disappointing was it to hear that from him, you know, in terms of, you know, a mentor type? To it's disappointing. Well? No, I wasn't. No, listen, you coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how not to do things. Oh. There's a reason people don't go. I- oh. it, night and- guys, it, it went on and on and on. And all I know is I kept hearing that. I'm just thinking. Yeah, the drums, they swing low. And the trumpets, they go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're not thinking about it. Tell me you're not thinking about it. October 8th, A&M at Alabama. They're about to flex that to a 7 p.m. game. Oh, my gosh. College game day will be there. I mean, you think that game already didn't wasn't spicy enough. Oh, we're, we're definitely getting Vegas odds on if oh, Nick Saban. I, I, I text Raphael, what are the odds on that? But they shake hands. 
Well, they're not shaking hands. What are you talking about? That's the end of the game. No, I'm not shaking hands. There's no way they shake hands. Or a punch is thrown. Oh, I think it's going to be a very contentious game. I think it's going to be, you know, A&M stomping on the logo at midfield in pregame warm-ups. I, mean, I want to go to that game. I, I'd say. I and mean, I don't like either one. So, I, I want to hear from you, though, college football fans. Like, you hear this going on. You heard Lane Kiffin say it. You heard Dabo say it. Look, we can't even agree on this table as to whether or not NIL is a I, – I, see, here's the thing. I, I think NIL has a purpose and is good from a certain standpoint, right? Like the argument of, hey, all of these people make this money off of you and can you not benefit from it? Now, look, I, I, I can have this discussion with you left and right and say you're not exactly not getting anything. But I understand that for some people and most people, they see money as a dollar sign and as it. And I've said this in the past. I have a different viewpoint than many because of what I've done to where I get to see the behind the scenes on what schools spend, what schools do, and what schools, you know, sort of look at that. Now, mind you, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I think NIL makes a ton of sense, right? That if, you know... They're selling jerseys, and you can put the name on the back of it and things of that nature at, at the, the gift store and all that. Sure. I mean, that's fine. Be- because, as I say, the, the one kid that is going to be that first-round draft pick or the one kid that, you know, brings the butts in the seats because you're a baseball team and basketball team, yeah, sure, let them. That's fine. But it's just unrealistic to think that out of the 100 and what, 42, 52, whatever D1 schools – are all going to be able to pay every single player at every sport. It just That's not how it works. And that you're going to be able to pay an exorbitant amount. Like, I understand. People will call and say, well, do you know how much money Alabama football brings to school? I get it, yeah. Did you see the stadium? Do you see the facilities that are built? Because remember, now to recruit, you got to have barber shops and bowling alleys and all this other stuff, right? Well, that costs to be able to do. Also... You know, and I've said this before, chartering flights like the SEC and all these top power five conferences, they charter. And it's not just Bama football or LSU football. It's you heard Chris Blair, they flew to Vandy, you know, to take that. So the women's team does that now. So SEC can sort of do that because they have the money with television and with all those other aspects of it. That's them. That's not Every other university in the country, I, I promise you, and especially when it comes to Title IX and stuff, very few programs make money. And even men programs don't make a lot of money in a lot of different schools. So that's why I thought just a blanket, hey, everybody makes money, wouldn't work. I think NIL makes sense. It's based off of your performance. It's based off of that school. It's based off of what they can sort of do. Um, but I said at the time this was coming, I don't know how you're going to cap it. Not only you patrol it. I don't know how you control it. Because to your point, what you just said, should a school or a sanctioning body be able to tell Chef Scott? Or, how much money he can or make. Or Clee Bear's yeah. home builders. Your dad builds homes. What if he wants to cut a $500,000 check to SLU and tell Matt Reiser, you go get the best you know, starting pitchers you can find in the country. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, who? I mean, should somebody be able to say that, right? To be able to do that, and 
then how do you stop that? I mean, if that booster, but but that's where we've always been. It's always just been handshakes or a deal here or a deal there. I mean, I don't think anyone should put a cap on how much money you can make, no matter what you're doing. I mean, if you're able, if the if it's there, if people are willing to back you and view whatever you have or purchase whatever you have or take part of whatever you've created, I don't think there should ever be a cap on how much money that you that you're able to make. Jack, thanks for calling the show, sir. What do you got for us? Gosh, how you doing? Doing well, man. Well, I can't believe that they actually got into this argument like they did. Um, you got two guys who I promise you have been cheating since the day they started uh, coaching that are sitting there clutching their pearls talking about the other one. It, it's unbelievable. It really is. Look, I think college sports should be divided into tiers uh, based on money. How much money are you willing to spend? Stop pretending. Stop, pre- stop pretending this is amateurism. Stop pretending that most of the guys there are there for an education. That's, that's just a lie. Yeah. I mean, if they were, they'd go to, they'd go to places like Stanford and North, and Northwestern. But they're not. They're trying to get that. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I mean, which, and look, if, if it wasn't about money, then why did Saban have to leave Michigan State? Because the yeah. money wasn't there for them to pay players. Yeah. Exactly right. No, I mean, look, Matt Moscona tweeted five minutes ago. Jimbo today cracking Saban for how he's built this dynasty a year ago. He respected how they do it. Apparently there's no honor among Steve's, and he posted a quote of Jimbo Fisher saying, eventually, quote, this is going to be us. I respect everything they do and how they do it, but we can do it just as good or be just as good or better, and we will. Speaking of how Alabama <laughs> recruits players a year later, he's calling Saban. Wasn't Saban, Saban the and, same and guy that was – He worked that was, for Saban. Exactly. No, wasn't Saban the same guy last year or a year before saying, my quarterback has – is get, being paid the most money out of the NIL. So, uh, right. That was basically a recruiting tool. No, like I said, I, I think it's it's you know, like Jack is saying, it, it it's it's beautiful. Clutch clutching your pearls. <laughs> How dare you do this? Oh, I mean, look, Gus. The reality is, there's about there's on a good year there might be ten teams playing for a real title. There's yeah. 130 teams in Division One. Right. That, that, that's just a farce. But really, man, for competition's sake, for honesty's sake, I, I wish they would just divide them up in, in the, you know, into, into the, you know, in the, in the different, you know, brackets. You know, like, for instance, I'm a Tulane fan. I don't have any fantasy that they ever play at this level because they're never going to pay guys like that. No, I, like, like I so. said, I, I, you know, I, and that's the thing. It's, you know, I mean, the, the, the other beauty of this, and I saw a lot of this in the comment section, is, you know, you have Nick Saban feeling this way, and yet he's bragging about how Bryce Young last year made a million dollars. You know, <laughs> now his his caveat was was that Bryce Young was already there. Then he got it. He's upset that these exorbitant amount of dollars is being promised to players before they step foot onto campus and actually perform a single play. And, and Gus, I, I, I'm going to get out, but, but look, you remember a few years ago, well, I guess it's about 10 or so, when, right. when, when Cam came out and, and there was all kind of rumors about his recruitment, okay? Yeah. And, um, and I think it was, H, I think HBO did a dive into it. And, and if you notice, that story went away after a while. It's because mm-hmm. the more that they dug, 
they realized that it wasn't just it wasn't just Auburn. It was most of the schools in the SEC. It was most of the high profile, uh, um, you know, programs in the country. And um, so, so all of a sudden, that story went away because they realized that if they kept digging, they would implicate too many people. And I don't know. I mean, I, I can't remember where I heard this, but uh, somebody was talking about the SEC one day, and they were talking about they were saying that Vanderbilt is a church on a street full of houses of ill repute. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, I the, love that. Yeah, the, only <laughs> the red light district. Yeah. Um, by the way, Ross Dellinger uh, covers college football excellent at what he does for Sports Illustrated. Just tweeted, A&MAD Ross Jork, the Jork, tells SI that Nick Saban's comments, here we go, you ready for this, Jack? Violate SEC sportsmanship bylaws. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you call somebody out, you're violating bylaws. He's been in touch with Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner. The jerk calls the comments, quote, a personal attack and suggests Saban is, quote, lashing out because he's threatened. Quote, this is personal. Oh, I love this. I, I love, I love this. I love this. This is great. Gosh, you, you know what, you know, you know what it violated? It violated the commissioner's sanity because now he's going to have to answer questions from now until when the season starts and, and maybe into the future you know about what? exactly what's going on in his conference. I think Nick should just double down. I think the next time he's in front of a mic, just be like, you heard what I said. <laughs> I'll see you October 8th. Just double down. Just crush everybody. I love it. Uh, thank you, Jack. I gotta get to the break so I can get Mr. Ben Heisler. You. Right. You, you need to come by, man. I need to see you one Thursday. I know you said you're, you're busy, but come by one day, bud. Quick break. When we come back, we will, uh, bring in Ben Heisler and ask him about the basketball playoffs over in the NBA. What you feel? What you feel about tonight? Game two, Celtics and Heaps, the sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3 and 2 stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download 
download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code BEAT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime, right to your bank account, PayPal, or gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code BEAT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code BEAT. This is ESPN Radio. The head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Chris Finch. We've just finished playing the better part of two years of joyless basketball. But it felt really like a job. Justin Reed, the new safety for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it didn't really hit me until the next morning when I woke up and it was like the closest feeling to what it was like to first get drafted. Cincinnati coach Luke Fickle. We're going to continue to recruit the same type of kid, whether we're playing in the AAC or we're playing in the Big 12. But I do believe that it gives us a greater opportunity with a lot of those kids maybe we haven't been able to land. Ken Griffey Jr. needed to celebrate the guys that made a difference in history. Not just on the field, but history. Saints first team All-Pro in 2017. Cam Jordan. I just clumped them together. I just go three-time All-Pro. Honestly, as long as it says 100 sack club guy, like that's really the kicker for me. The biggest names in sports come here. It all starts with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max at 6 Eastern and continues all day. This is ESPN Radio. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. We are live over at Katie's. 37-1 Iberville in the Mid-City. You will not hear from Jordan the intern right now because he is eating his salad. You'll hear from me oh, right really? now. Oh, really? Wow. You you crushed that salad there. Chef's... chef's yeah, Chef Scott did something <laughs> special with that salad. Did he? He just whipped it up yeah, right in the back. He literally just made it for you. Well, he is a chef. You know? No, I know. Okay. Uh, it's a very good salad. Mr. Ben Heisler joins us at Benny Heis over on Twitter. H-E-I-S, managing editor for Bet Sighted. Sir, how are you? What's happening, Gus? How's everything with you guys? Doing good, man. Can't complain. You know, it uh, feels like the dead of summer here already in New Orleans. <laughs> Record temperatures. But other than that... Oh, we're good. We're inside. So it's, uh, it's solid, man. Uh, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. Got, uh, the first round of the PGA championship going on. Yes. Got, uh, Rory and, and Cam Smith and, uh, in, in some of my DraftKings lineups for today. So, uh, off to a solid start, but you know that things can change awfully quickly. Yeah. It was Spieth. It was Tiger and McElroy that teed off all in the same pairing. And, uh, Rory's doing pretty good. He's tied for the lead now with Zalatoris at four under. Uh, Tom Hogue is in there as well with four under. What have you thought so far through the, the first round? Thought so far is that Rory is the, the really interesting play of note. Uh, the story on him has always been first round struggles. He's been over par, uh, in the first round, I think going all the way back to, to 2016 and, and then has record numbers, uh, in rounds two through four and always seems to make a run, but just a little bit too little too late. Now that he's gotten off to the blistering start, the question becomes whether or not he feels like he's in control. And also, one other thing to note as well is that a lot of these guys in the morning aren't going to have to deal with some up-tempo winds, uh, conditions starting to, to pick up maybe a little bit later on in the day. Right. So uh, a nice opportunity for those, if you had anyone bet, uh, that peed off already today. Uh, it's likely to be a, a good situation moving forward for you. Uh, knowing that some of these other guys are going to have to deal with more adverse position. Tiger through 17 is three over par. I guess he's going to be in a fight to even try to make it to the weekend, which, again, 
when you take a look at the two times he's played, the Masters and this uh, out of the entire, I guess it's just, hey, being able to see him and see if he makes it to the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think initially um, anybody that was looking to try and get action on Tiger, it was a very different situation than that uh, sure. of when he was at Augusta. Because you saw all the excitement come back and you saw the public get all over Tiger. And listen, there's there's still plenty of sports books that have taken action on Tiger. But they're doing it as like almost universally a hundred to one odds, uh, and that's even when some more money starts to come in. I, I've seen maybe as low as seventy-five to one or eighty to one. Um, but I think oddsmakers had a sense that even though Woods was competing um, and finally had you know an actual golf tournament under his belt back in right. Augusta, that this is just not the same Tiger that stunned all of us to win the Masters back uh, you know a couple of years ago. This is somebody that. Uh, is going to have a very difficult time competing with the best of the best on tour right now. Yeah, no doubt. And look, it's kind of what it is, but when you take a look at all the money and action comes in, who do you think will be there at the end of the day on Sunday, Ben? You know what? I I think McElroy will be in it. Uh, Zalatoris continues to, to hang around as well. A couple other guys that uh, I'm certainly high on uh, remain Cam Smith. And, and Smith is also one of those guys that has always been hanging around and around and around for a long time. And he's also somebody that is remarkably streaky. Um, you think about uh, just a bad round over at Augusta that kind of knocked him out for a little bit before finally finishing uh, in the top five. That was a frustrating round for him. I wouldn't count out John Rahm. Uh, I know that the putting has been atrocious been the worst of his career. But um, normally for, for somebody like Rahm, when he tends to be a little bit overlooked, uh, is where he has a chance to, to really start to, to make up a bit of a difference. And then a couple right. of dark horse names that I, I still like. Uh, Shane Lowry, I always feel, is going to compete. Uh, he's always going to be really good, especially with his chipping. That's the, the one thing you need to do really, really well at Southern Hills. Um, and he's been very good uh, around the green traditionally over the course of his career. Uh, Billy Horschel, another guy that's starting to round out into form. He's currently seventh uh, over his last 24 rounds in total stroke gained. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of guys that uh, I think could make a run, uh, certainly. Uh, not necessarily in that super dark horse category, but uh, guys that you, are, you can maybe find anywhere between 40 to 1 and 60 to 1. Speaking with Ben Heisler at Benny Heist, the way to follow him over on Twitter, managing editor for Bet Cited. Let's take a quick peek over at the NBA draft. I don't, I don't know what kind of action you look at there, but over here in New Orleans, a lot of different options that could be over there at 8 is the... I, I kind of feel like this week, though, since Tuesday's lottery, it's, there's no real consensus who's number one. I still think Jabari Smith is the best player. What, what do you think at the end of the day as the best odds of being the number one pick? And Jabari Smith is still the, the top guy on the board in most sports books. You can find him traditionally at around minus 125, and then it's uh, Chet Holmgren after him, and then pa- and then Paolo Mancaro uh, at 450. Those are really sort of that, that top three uh, that's going to be available on the board. I, I think Smith makes too much sense, um, you know, especially for a team like Orlando. Like they're not fully committed to somebody like right. uh, Wendell, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, but but Holmgren is intriguing because their front office loves hybrid type players that can kind of do a little bit of everything. Uh, certainly, if you're looking at it from an upside perspective, you can see maybe what Holmgren can become. Uh, but I think sometimes teams tend to, to get a little bit too cute with these number one picks and. Uh, you can certainly make the argument. I know that New Orleans must be considering this. Of what would have been the case if they would have gone with somebody like Morant instead of Zion? I'm sure yeah. that's been a topic uh, of contention and conversation for a long time. I don't know what I would have done. I think it's easy to say 
right now in this moment that Morant would have been the clear-cut play, but you saw the drooling upside of what Williamson could be, and you know you just haven't gotten a taste of it to really, you know, haven't had a taste of it to have it for a long time. So Smith is certainly the safer pick. Oddsmakers are, are believing that that's the play that Orlando's going to go with, but I, I'm certainly not counting out home runs yet. Celtics and Heat coming up tonight. Game one of the Western Conference Finals was last night. Ben, Warriors 112, Mavs 87. What, was it surprising just what, what took place, or is it, you know, kind of what I look at? They had more threes than the Warriors. The Mavs did 11 to 10. It's just literally their shots didn't go in 30-something for 36%, and the Warriors did at 56%. I think it was really that that easy. Yeah, what, what I think is going to be interesting is, Seeing the overreaction to Game One, and then likely right. coming back to take you know Dallas in, in, in Game Two. The, the series against Phoenix was also fairly indicative up until Game Seven that the Dallas hadn't played great on the road uh, as well up until Game Seven, where they just smoked Phoenix and, and took their game to an entirely different level. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm seeing right now Warriors at, at minus six. Uh, we mm-hmm. saw it in most sports books around five or so by the time things closed. I think if you're on the Dallas side, you're going to probably want to wait a little bit because I think you're going to see a lot of public money come in on Golden State after what they saw in Game 1. So there's a chance you might be able to get Dallas uh, at plus 6.5, which I believe is good value. I know that the Warriors, uh, when they're a single-digit favorite at home, have been fairly consistent. Uh, but I also believe that, that Dallas is going to play a much better game and, and certainly show up a lot more defensively in our game, too. All right, we'll wrap up with tonight's Eastern Conference Finals game number two as we're live at Iberville. Chef Scotty, sir, do you, do you have a favorite tonight? It is Miami with a yeah. three-point favor before we ask the professional. In I need ben to Heisen. know. I you oh. know I took Miami in the first game last night. I took Dallas. <laughs> that did not work out well for me, but Miami did well in the first game. Who would you suggest tonight? Uh, I'd still go Miami. I know that Marcus Smart is going to be back, um, but Miami has been just rock solid as a home favorite over the course of this postseason. Uh, There's still a good opportunity. I know that uh, Al Horford's been upgraded to questionable uh, from doubtful before uh, Marcus Smart is probable. But they're also losing Derek White as well. He's going to be returning back to Boston for the birth of his uh, child with his wife. Uh, and that's a guy that uh, can space the floor a little bit. Uh, really good passer. Uh, you're going to see a little bit more Pete Pritchard, which I suppose you know Boston Celtics fans may want to see, but uh, I'm not sure if anybody else wants to. It just feels like you're not getting Boston uh, at its healthiest and most consistent lineup. Um, and even if Horford is able to come back, he's been in the health and safety protocol. You don't know what his availability is truly going to be. Uh, I just think Miami's a little bit more poised and, and more set up well for success as a historic home favorite tonight. Uh, I, I do think they're the play once again to go and take a duo seriously. Everyone's just going against me these past two days. Well, I, you know, again, I, I go back to what Jake Madison locked on Pell said earlier in the show. I know you graduated on Saturday, Jordan, but maybe you need to go back and get another degree. I'm just saying. Yeah, I need man. to go back and get my master's. <laughs> master's. Let, let, let the prognosticators <laughs> prognosticate. Ben Jordan hadn't been doing too well. Hadn't been doing I too well. I have been making my picks well. No, I, I, do, I do think I think Warriors and Mavs are seven games. I got Golden State. I could see this one going six and seven as well. How long do you think lengthwise these two series go, Ben? You know, I I probably will still expect the Heat and the Celtics to go at least six or seven. Um, I I think initially at the start of the series, I I had some thoughts that Dallas could maybe extend it as well. 
they're just such a tough team and a resilient right. team that I, I do think they can make it at least six. I'll, I'll, I'll set the I'll, I'll set both series at six teams that uh, we get some compelling matchups over the result of the next you know handful of, of days or so in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. I don't think it'll be a sweep for anybody. I got to squeeze in a quick fantasy football question here because obviously since we last spoke to you, the Saints have signed Jarvis Landry. He got Chris Olave. He got Michael Thomas. You know, Saints fans that play fantasy football go thinking that way, but there's only so many footballs, right? So I, I guess we're going to talk about this as we get closer to the season. But would any of those three be guys that you would draft? I think Olave is really interesting. I, I don't think you reach for somebody like him unless you know specifically what type of role he can have in your offense. I mean, Landry, Landry's interesting because if you use him as the way Michael Thomas used to be used in the slot, depending on what happens with Thomas, maybe that's intriguing. Maybe that's a, a buy-low candidate, but I mean, certainly not the type of same skill set. You know, Landry has dealt with a lot of injuries, and I, I just don't see them using it in the same type of way. Um, but you know Winston's going to throw and take some deep shots downfield. A lot of stretch the field. He can also line up in the slot as well. They can mix and match him really well. I, I, I say of those guys, uh, Olave, I, I feel like it's definitely worth a play. And you know, maybe you try and stash Michael Thomas and see what happens moving forward. But I, I just don't know what their usage plan for him is going to be because you just right. haven't seen him in the last two years. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Ben Heisler at Benny Heisler is a way to follow over on Twitter. Always a pleasure, man. We get to catch up here. Your managing editor for Bet Sided and uh, maybe Jordan. Got any baseball love here? Oh, some, you got some ba- well, yeah, he's a huge baseball fan, too. But what you got? You got a question in particular? Yeah, give me some plays for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you, you want a baseball play for tonight? Yeah, yeah. the movie, right, right. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a baseball play for tonight. And this one, actually, it, it, it hurts my soul as a Cubs fan. But, um, you know, they're favorites at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, neither team is particularly good. But the Diamondbacks have a far superior starting pitcher on the mound is Zach Allen, who's got the RA of just over one. And I think the total is really high in this game, but it's only because the wind is blowing out at Wrigley and then it becomes the most hitter-friendly ballpark in the country. I just don't think they're going to touch Gallon. Like, he's only given up one home run all season long. Even if the wind is blowing out, you still need to put solid contact on it, and I don't trust the Cubs offense to do it. So I like the under for the Cubs team total run the first five innings. So that's under two and a half. Cubs first five innings team total run. Go ahead and mark it down and tell me if I'm wrong. Thanks, man. There you go, Ben Heiser with the I gotta follow play. this guy. I love it. No, you should absolutely. He's yeah. our fantasy football expert and now betting yeah. expert here. And well. you could follow him over on Twitter at Benny Heiss if you wanted to follow. Well, I just you got a new fan, brother. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate the time, sir. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, guys. Yep, for sure. Quick break. We come back. Open phone lines, 800-998-1003. Support Tangover on ESPN New Orleans. Calvin Braxton Ford is your Ford dealer here in Lockport. They want you to know it's important to keep your vehicle running its best. So Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department is offering you the works. And all change up to five parts is $39.95 or diesel $129.95. The works includes oil filter change, tire rotation, and multi-point inspection. Get a brake job for $289.95, including brake pads, resurfacing rotors per axle. See our certified diesel tech today at Calvin Braxton Ford Highway 1 in Lockport. 
It's Gus Cattengill with the Sports Hangover inviting you to join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. When the Sports Hangover is at Katie's on Iberville, you're going to enjoy Sports Banner. It'll be lively and delicious eats. Swamp Fries, Oysters Schlesinger, the Delta Queen, or if you dare, tackle the barge. A three-foot loaf of fried catfish, shrimp, and oysters. Good luck. It's Thursdays, 12 to 3, the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans always on the run and short on cash with a state bank and trust company debit card you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details state bank and trust company cajun banking served just the way you like it member fdic If you suffer from neck or back pain, get relief from the experts at Thibodeau Regional Spine Center. We'll start with an evaluation and develop a treatment plan just for you. We offer non-surgical treatment options and, if needed, minimally invasive surgery, which can mean a quicker recovery. Get relief from neck and back pain and get back to work and play with Thibodeau Regional Spine Center. Call 985-493-4501. 493-4501. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. If you have satellite radio, you may want to pay attention at Sirius XM College Channel 84, 4.30. Nick Saban is scheduled to come on. <laughs> just, just saying. We want to hear what he has to do to rebuttal to the rebuttal. Uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher, earlier today, he went scorched earth on Saban and he uh, included the lane train. You're to slap in the face or whatever when there's these thoughts out there. That's because a lot of money is being spent and just your thoughts. Here's what I'm going to say, and this is point blank. This is point blank to the – because I, here, here's, here's my problem. There is no $30 million fund. There is no $5 million. There is no 10 This is garbage, okay? And it does. It pisses me off that people – and here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. And everybody runs with it. So it's written on the Internet. It's gospel. How irresponsible is that? You got, I'm going to tell you, somebody, there's some very reputable writers in college football and sports that wrote it and have said it and have done things. That's unbelievable to me. Some, I, when I first heard it, I laughed. I said, oh, yeah, what a clown. I mean, somebody, I didn't even think anything of it because I don't have social media. And it kept building. And lately I've heard more about it. To me, it's insulting to the players that we recruited that that's why they would come here. You ever been to a game here? You ever come to school here and see the education? You ever talk about the 12th man, the Aggie Network, when you're done? There ain't a better university in this country. And it's insulting to what you say. And all these, and we got writers who, who have said it and done it off sliced bread. A guy named Slice, who made it up. Love to see who sliced bread is and put it out there with sliced bread. Let me find out where it comes from. And then to have coaches in our league and across this league say it, clown acts. All right? Irresponsible as hell. Multiple coaches in our league. And the guys griping about NIL, griping about transfer portal, using it the most and bragging about it the most. That's the ironic part. You want character? I'll trust, I'll take it with any of y'all. It's a joke. It does piss me off. The other thing. When you look at, at, at vice president, I got another one. Vice president of Notre Dame. Supposed to be a reputable university, right? That's a heck of a person leading a reputable university. I'd be real proud if I hired that guy. Read it off sliced bread. But it, it, they say it because it's written on the Internet. 
What are we worry about the kids and social media and internet? How about grown-ups? How about the guys that are supposed to be setting an example? How about writers who are supposed to be writing the right thing? How about coaches who are supposed to be doing the right thing? And I'll tell you what, I know how some of those guys recruit too. Go dig into that. I know the history, I know the tradition, I know and I know things. Trust me, you don't want to go down that avenue. It's ridiculous. And it's irresponsible and it's unbelievable. I ain't just talking about one. Multiple people got NIL issues. It's funny. When Nick Saban said his quarterback got an $800,000 deal, it was wonderful. Now it ain't wonderful no more, huh? But ours, at, ours we ain't got that. Ours are on record what comes up. We ain't doing all them big deals. There ain't none on our place that we know of. That's funny when you do it. It's and then we gripe about the transfer portal, and you take you guys take more than everybody. What's about that? And what goes on? The hypocrisy is a joke. It's an absolute joke, and it's insulting to, uh, to our staff, how hard we work to how we do things, and it's insulting to Texas A&M because there ain't a better place to go to school and play ball. If you don't like it, we're coming on. Get used to it. All right? We ain't going nowhere. It, it, it's, it's an absolute joke that people put the hard work in and do it. It's irresponsible, but it's funny when they get it, it's all okay. Ball games are changing, man. And it ain't because of NIL and what goes on. It's pretty irresponsible of all of them. They're clowns. <laughs> I mean, I just keep it going. 4.30, Nick Saban on Sirius XM Channel 84 College Network. I hope I hope he claps right I, now. I, I, mean, please. I, I saw Brian Kelly was trending, and it was mainly because he didn't catch any stray bullets. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, he mentioned, he mentioned Notre Dame a bit, you know. Yeah, but he didn't get named. He didn't get oh, called out. Oh, man. Um, again, it's just it's kind of one of those things where you just sit there and go, I mean, it, it, it's the halves literally angry at the other halves because they got more halves or how they got their halves. I just, it, it does. Let me ask you this, Scott. Do you think this kind of stuff and where it's at has a chance to turn people off of the game? It's turned me sport. off. And I say that because I made the statement earlier today when I was on another show. I said, I, and again, this is just me, but. It costs more, I think, to go to an LSU game than it does to a Saints game. And even to get like season tickets, yeah, you know, you, you have to, you, and, it, and it's not just LSU, I'm not singling them well, out, no. but like Southern Miss too, when, when we were getting season tickets when we first graduated to help support, you know, you, you have to join their version of TAF. If you want to park anywhere near the stadium within five miles, each parking lot's attached to your donation before you even buy your ticket and before you, like you, when, when you start doing all of this, you know this as a business owner. This is economics 101. Jordan, I don't know if you took this in school or not. I don't think Cost so. gets passed on. If schools are paying that kind of money, you, the right. consumer, will have to pay more. One right. way, shape, or form. Example. If the TAFs or the collectives at whatever school are putting together these millions or hundreds of thousands, where is it coming from? You're running people away. You're pushing people away. Now, NIL is pushed. I haven't been, well, I've been to a couple of games, but right. I had LSU season tickets. I don't, I'll never get those again. Going to an LSU game takes two days <laughs> to get there, yeah. hours of driving there. I'm, you just have to find It's some, a process, dude. It is a major process yeah. and a major effort. And as I get older, 
and the TVs get bigger and better, <laughs> why on earth yeah. would I want to do that unless I want to take someone that's never been before sure. yeah. to ch- to watch them experience what it's like Saturday night in Tiger Stadium with less and less fans as all of this continues. They, you know, they've added on all those seats. They've got one hundred two thousand. Now the the last time they're gonna the the only time they're gonna have one hundred two thousand in that stadium is when you got a concert. The one that like Gus went two to two weeks ago. That was miserable. and I mean okay. Don't tell my you don't remember? And, no, I and, remember. Oh, by it. the way, and it I was remember. miserable I was because you couldn't get a beer. Yeah, I they agree. ran out of beer. They ran out of water. I know. They ran out of everything. I mean. They, the campus isn't set up for this for 102,000. Baton Rouge and these morons that decided to put 102,000 ticket seats in it when they decided to do this didn't think about all of this. It was a waste of money. Lee, I see you on hold, but we will go to the break since it's the top of the hour. We come back, Lee. We'll get your opinions and thoughts here as well. We're live at Katie's 3701 Iberville. Uh, maybe. Our number three will be run by Jordan, the intern, and Scott, because I, I think I have a pizza coming at some point. I'm starving. Oh, it's I, ready. I, 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 saw, I, you saw, your I saw Carver eat, eat it, and I got to try the pizza. You had a salad, though, huh? Oh, my gosh. It was, oh, it, my gosh. Chef Scott made it in the back yeah. personally for him and I. Literally, a personal made salad. This is what happens when you're graduating. And it it was absolutely yep. I think he's gonna be they're gonna be adding it to the menu oh. here in the new oh, near future. Oh a brand new salad. So I got tried. to try it before any anybody else. <laughs> Sports takeover continues with Lee next on ESPN New Orleans. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. 